Welcome to the Frederick Riverson podcast, where we decode narcissists and manipulation to avoid them in the future and get ourselves out of toxic situations. Just a reminder that these episodes are also on the YouTube channel that you can find under Frederick Riverson. When you watch on YouTube, you will be able to see some graphics that I use, some diagrams I use, and also some summaries. There's extra information. So even though listening on the go is practical, you will get more value if you watch on YouTube. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. If you want to stand a chance when you're negotiating or dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, you absolutely need the answer to one very specific question. Without that one, they're going to walk all over you time and time and time again. I'm going to share that answer with you to avoid it feeling like you're coming to a fight with sticks and the other person is aimed with a flamethrower. I'm going to help you level the playing field, make it easier for you to stand a chance. Before I do that, I'd ask you to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell if you find this content helpful. It's good for the channel, it's motivating for me, and it will mean that I'm more likely to do more videos. And please comment, ask if you have any questions, and if there are any subjects, topics you'd like me to address, then please leave a comment and ask. I'd be happy to do that. Back into the question. So we can start by asking the question, why is it that narcissists get what they want when they deal with us? There are three main reasons. The first one is quite simply that they know what they want. If we don't know what we want, we're unlikely to get it. They do know what they want. And what they usually want is to upset other people in some shape or form or get something, but they love the energy of upsetting other people, which means that whilst we're looking for win-win situations, they're looking for win-lose situations, and it's easy to make other people lose, and they absolutely love it. The second thing is that they focus on themselves. They focus on what they want. Because it's a win-lose situation, they just have to win and make the other person lose. Other people might be looking for win-win situations, look for compromise and be willing to have some level of flexibility. They're not like that. They focus on what they want. That gives them a massive, massive advantage. Thirdly, we'd let them. We'd let them win. They don't have to win. We'd let them win for a variety of reasons. Maybe they threaten us in case they don't win with some kind of childish behavior. Maybe we just want to compromise but we let them win, we let them get away with it. Now, here is the question. Once we have the answer, it makes it much easier to level the playing field. And the question is simply, what do you want? What do you really want? What do you really want when it comes to the interaction with a person? What outcome do you want? And on a broader scale, what do you really want in life? What kind of life do you want? What kind of dynamics do you want? What kind of relationships do you want? This is not an easy question, because sometimes we've been taught that just accept whatever life gives you. Just take the table scraps. Who are you to want anything more? But is that really what you want? Do you really want the relationship so we just get table scraps? Do you really want to let other people walk all over you and just avoid the conflict? Maybe that is what we want sometimes. We want to avoid conflict because we're not comfortable having conflict, because maybe when we wanted something that contradicted other people, we got shouted at, screamed at, uh, some people were beaten, some people were punished. Maybe that's how we interiorize it. Any form of conflict is bad. This is one of the issues with people who say more empathy is a good thing. It's not the case. Too much empathy can mean an unwillingness to be disagreeable, which means other people use us as, as doormats. 
and they get whatever what we want, whatever they want, and that's really bad for us. It's important to know how to stand our ground with empathy and limited quantities and not allow other people to walk all over us. So what do we want? Once we understand what we want, such as, for example, a healthy relationship, a loving relationship, we can ask ourselves, why do we want this? What will this provide us with? Some people say we'll provide us with happiness. Well, yeah, that might be the case. It might be the case. Happiness is a bit weird because happiness is not a goal in itself. Happiness, like all the other emotions, is an indication of something that is happening. Happiness is a reward for something going right. It shows us on the right track and happiness doesn't last for a long time, which is great. It's not meant to last for a long time. The emotions are not meant to last for a long time. Like sadness, like fear, like anger, they're not meant to last for a long time. And happiness doesn't. So when it comes, we can just be grateful and accept it. And it's just a, a, a wink of life to show us that we're on the right track. So what do we really want? Do we want to not be alone? Maybe. But if we don't want to be alone, what does that leave us with? Do we actually want to be happy? Do we want to maintain a relationship that's unhealthy because we believe it's going to make us happy, even though life is showing us that it isn't? We have to take a step back and think, in the grand scheme of things, what do we want? And the life we have, is it bringing us closer to it? If we realize it isn't, it's much easier to stop. It's like most of us want contradictory things. Pretty much all of us, I'm sure, want to be relatively slim and fit and thin. And most of us also probably want to eat ice cream. And we have to pick between the two. Eating more ice cream is not going to help us lose weight or stay, stay, stay healthy. We have to pick between the two. So if we want some form of happiness and meaning and a meaningful life, and a life that works for us. And we also want a relationship that's really dodgy, but we have to pick between the two. If we're willing to let go of the way things are, it's much easier to get what we want, and it's much easier to negotiate on an equal to equal level. If we're not able to negotiate, we're not going to be having a healthy relationship, because healthy relationships don't work like that. And So for example, let's say that you want to go out with your friends and your partner doesn't want you to. Normally the person might say, well, I don't want you to because I've had a difficult week, because this, because that. Okay, plenty of, plenty of reasons not, uh, not to do it. If you want to go out with your friends, well, you can just go, I understand that. And I also want to go out with my friends. Leave it at that. And they can try manipulating you saying, well, you don't have any empathy or like, listen, you can, you can, you can always retort by saying, you know, the empathy isn't the issue. The issue is Let's take an example. Let's say that you want to go out with your friends, something has been planned, and your partner decides in the last minute that they don't want you to go out because of whatever reason. You might feel like making compromises acceptable because they had a difficult week, because something happened. But at the end of the day, if they want you to stay in and you want to go out, why would you not do it? Because they will be upset, because they'll misinterpret it, 
if it were you, you'd probably understand. Sure, you've had a tough week, but you still want your partner to go out and see their friends and have a good time. Why should this be reversed? And if they say, yes, but I don't want you to go out, you can say, yeah, I understand that, but I want to go out. Just leave it at that. And they might ask you to lie to your friends. They might pressure you to do something, but that's a sign that something is pretty toxic. So once you know what you want, it means you're not going to give in. How you negotiate about it is something different. I'll do more videos about that. But you need to know what you want in order to stand a chance of getting it. And you're perfectly entitled to go out with your friends and maybe tell them, you know, my partner tried pressuring me to not go out and was doing X, Y, Z. Maybe talk about it. These things should not be secrets. These things should be talked about because that way you can get other perspectives of going, wow, that sounds a bit dodgy or, you know, get other people's opinion. But sometimes a bit of reality check is important and especially not losing contact with our friends and family is really important. So in this case, by knowing what you want, it's easier to level the playing field, stand up for what you want and just ask, well, why should you be the one compromising? You know, and how often do you compromise? Having some form of flexibility in a relationship is absolutely healthy. That goes without saying. The question is, who is being flexible? And flexible on what? Being flexible on whether you're drinking sparkling water or still water is not very important, provided that both people are sort of indifferent. Flexibility on what you're drinking if one person has an allergy is something else. Flexibility on having children or not having children is something radically different. There's no real room for flexibility there. You know what you want. And if you're not trying to get it, the likelihood is that you're not going to be having it at all and that the other person will simply have their way. Why would you be willing to give up on something that's massively important for you? Because you're afraid of being alone? Because you don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings? Why? First step is figure out what you want and then maybe you stand a chance of getting it. Good luck. Thanks for watching.